0: Welcome to episode 28 of He Book She Book. I'm Mike
1: and I'm Becca and we have Raw, NXT, SmackDown, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and maybe even a little bit of AEW All Out, the pay-per-view that is coming September 5th, all to talk about today.
0: Yeah, we we don't have a lot of news to go over, which is like the first time in, I feel like, weeks. Yeah. Uh, Not a lot of crazy stuff going on uh, in the wrestling world, but we do have a lot of announced matches. For all out, yes, uh, and we have a lot of wrestling to go over because now we have five shows every week. It's a lot. It is a lot, and we're going to cover all the important things. Uh, we're not going to cover the not important things. <laughs> Shout out to Jinder Mahal, uh, but poor Jindy. Yeah, we'll start with. Uh, we're going to co- go. We're going to kind of just reconfigure um, the way we've been going about this. Is we usually go kind of Monday through Friday in that order. We're just gonna stick to. We're gonna cover WWE in the first half of the show, and then cover all of the AEW shows uh, and everything like that in the second half of the show because now we have two AEW shows to cover.
1: And they're both so good.
0: Yeah, and luckily they're a combined three hours, which yes. is one episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. And let's jump into Raw while we're you know while we're here.
1: So Bobby Lashley and MVP opened the show, and they're saying how lashley beat the hell out of goldberg and he's the only man to stop goldberg and the only problem that i have with this is the fact that like this match ended because goldberg couldn't finish and i get that you know he beat he beat goldberg and he couldn't finish because he beat goldberg but like i don't know i think we're going to see bobby lashley and goldberg again
0: we're a hundred percent going to see bobby lashley and goldberg again uh, I think they don't have, I don't think they have a date yet for Crown Jewel, but I think it's October. Yeah. Um. And in the meantime, we're kind of just filling time. Uh, we don't know what Bobby's doing next yet. We have some inklings because Damian Priest came out and he had some things to say to Bobby. And he wants to challenge Bobby to a one-on-one match right now.
1: Yeah, and Damian Priest is back in the spotlight. So I know, like, for a little bit there, after he, before he hurt the Miz, we were like, oh, they're pushing the hell out of this guy. And then he hurt the Miz, and we were like, oh, they're going to bury him. And now he's back kind of in the spotlight. I mean, he's going against Bobby Lashley.
0: And he's the United States champion now. Yes. Just won the title from Sheamus at SummerSlam.
1: Speaking of Sheamus, he interferes, and then he attacks lashley i think lashley attacks priest until drew comes out and it turns into this whole brawl of course and then it turns into seamus and bobby versus drew and priest but drew pins seamus because Because bobby lashley
0: left bobby pieces out man bobby is a businessman this is (laughs) this man knows what is best for business mvp knows what's best Mm -hmm. for business and the ceo of the hurt business was out of there he doesn't yeah. want to have anything to do with it. But then, Seamus is pissed off, obviously, because mm-hmm. he gets left at the altar. <laughs> and backstage, we have some, you know, some bravado showing between the two. Yes. And next week, we're going to do Seamus versus Bobby Lashley. Have and we
1: ever seen Seamus versus Bobby Lashley?
0: I don't know. I do Not Not that I remember. Not, not in, like, any kind of spotlight form, okay. I feel like. Um, and if
1: we did, it wasn't memorable,
0: so... Exactly, and I think this one could be memorable because they both are so physical. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the route they want to go for, like, extreme rules because...
1: I feel like extreme rules would be good for them because I think Sheamus just is a little bit too extreme a lot of times. And that could be a good match for extreme rules because Bobby Lashley is just... He just dominates everybody that's around him.
0: Well, it would be better than doing Lashley and and Priest, I think. Uh, I agree with that. It'd be a little bit more interesting, especially you can give Priest something else to do. Uh defend your United States championship, which Seamus I think defended like once or twice. Yeah, I in, wonder if like, he would go against. Of it. Um I mean you have a million options. Ricochet's always kinda around.
1: Ricochet is always around. Um, he was on this show too. Was he? Yeah, he went against Carrying Cross. Remember Carrying Cross oh, came out in that gracious. garbage new outfit? Guys. I really hope Carrying Cross isn't the one they put against Damian Priest.
0: Uh Guys. Oh no. What are we doing with Karrion and Cross?
1: <laughs> they it's Holy he's been on shit. the main roster for 3 weeks and they've already ruined him.
0: What kind of sex dungeon did they pull this what? man out of?
1: Even. I, it, this
0: was truly bizarre. So Karrion and Cross, he just lost his NXT championship the previous night. Mhm. Against Samoa Joe at NXT Takeover 36. So good. Comes out the next night. And I don't know how to describe his outfit, other than he Wait, had... So
1: they were comparing it to somebody.
0: Well, it was like a... I mean, it was a Bastion Booger kind of outfit. Uh, I don't know how many people re- remember Bastion Booger. Uh, but, like, imagine just a man in his underwear, <laughs> and then having straps that connect from his underwear, kind of like overalls, but in, like, an X.
1: Well, they were, like, suspenders.
0: Yes, so suspenders, but in, like, an X form around his like neck and then he had like a mask on where he couldn't see any of his face it was not good which he eventually takes off this was one of the worst outfits i've ever seen it like i'm no like fashionista you know but like this is what still are we no doing scarlet still no scarlet still oh. no scarlet and i don't know again i don't know what sex dungeon they pulled him out of um but they need scarlet, to put him back scarlet's got to go get her boy
1: yeah, Scarlet, come get
0: your man because something's going terribly, something terribly needs wrong to be
1: done
0: here on the Raw roster. He wins, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you looked foolish doing it, it. It was not good. And if I'm Adam Cole, and I'm looking at this, mm-hmm. and I just see the NXT champion, the previous previous night he was NXT champion for mm-hmm. months, just lost his title, shows up on Raw, loses to Jeff Hardy, kind of gets his win back, does some floundering on the roster. And then ends up in the weirdest outfit that I've ever seen the next night, and Adam Cole, whose contract is expiring or expired, depending on who you, you know, who you believe. Why on earth would I want to go to the main roster when this is how you're treating the former NXT champion? It
1: doesn't make any. They're ruining Carrying Cross, and like, I, I mean, we've been very we teeter on the line of whether or not we really like Carrying Cross or we don't, but. It, they're not making it better for us. We're, we're not sitting here going, oh my god, I'm so happy. Carrying Cross is on the main roster. If anything, I'm going put him back on NXT where he at least was dominating. But don't because I'm happy Samoa Joe is the NXT champion.
0: Like I said it on the podcast last week. Of we have a chance with Carrying Cross. Carrying mm-hmm. Cross can work. Not in this like Armageddon warrior kind of gimmick that he was yeah, doing I before do not especially it. if scarlet's not here with him it just doesn't work put the man in a suit have him be like a hitman kind of like serial killer like he has the crazy eyes he has the crazy look he has like this brawler style that i like but then like you put him in this like mad max bullshit okay yeah, he
1: doesn't need the looks, weird gimmick
0: he does not need a weird gimmick just make him a real feeling threat like, he looks like a guy on the street that could kick your ass.
1: Yeah, not in that outfit. Not in that
0: outfit. That He looks like he wants to do something completely different <laughs> than kick your ass. No. And I'm not going to go there, but WWE seems to really want to go there with him. And it's, I don't know. I don't like it. He wins, but great. Please, please drop that outfit next week.
1: I really, I hope that they got enough backlash that they were going to drop that outfit. Because sometimes WWE does that when they like they announce something and then they get yeah. so much backlash they actually change it. Like, of course, this is one time that I do hope the internet bullying WWE changes something.
0: Well, like, just I mean, if you're carrying cross, don't you just say something? Yeah,
1: like, this is not working. Yeah,
0: like, I get, like, the walking on eggshells, and, like, that's the problem that people have had for years with WWE backstage. Like, Mm -hmm. guys don't want to say no, but, like, God, just say no to that one.
1: Yeah, you should have put that outfit on and been like, mm, this isn't great.
0: Yeah, like, come up with a better idea.
1: Yeah. Can we change the mask? Everything else probably could have worked without—the mask really, really threw me off.
0: Yeah, because he looked like he was a part of, um, what the fuck, uh, what are they called? mason t-bar's group retribution oh yeah like, he looks like he should be hanging out with mason t-bar mm-hmm. which is not good because mason t-bar shouldn't be hanging out with mason t-bar
1: <laughs> yeah, don't even get it. you want to listen were on to our on mason t-bar
0: go back a few episodes they were on the show i believe and i don't
1: didn't write it down <laughs> <had a> <laughs> um
0: but yeah i mean carrying cross has potential but wb just does not seem to know what to do with him um and but
1: we're missing scarlet but
0: and we're missing We
1: always have Charlotte.
0: Yeah, we'll never get rid of Charlotte.
1: Nope, and she is the new Raw Women's Champion, 12-time champion, mm-hmm. and she came out saying how she doesn't need friends, she doesn't need family, and she doesn't need the WWE universe, and when she said she doesn't need family, everybody was like,
0: ooh. Yeah, like, ooh. <laughs> like,
1: shots fired at daddy, shots fired at the fiance, who are basically all with AEW running around together. But still, she doesn't need anybody, and she's going to pull a Roman Reigns here and say that she's going to be a champion for as long as she physically can. And then we're sitting there like, all right, who's going to come yeah, out? Who? who will come out and face Charlotte now? And Alexa Bliss comes out with Lily and says, Lily and I just wanted to say hi. And then they just have a stare down, mm-hmm. and that was it.
0: So my, re- my reaction to this originally was they should have done this first for the Alexa and um evolution Yes,
1: we said this from the jump. We thought that it was going to be Alexa versus Charlotte. With that whole, like, Lily doesn't like red, Charlotte yes. was wearing red that day. We really thought that it was, like, was going to be Sheena, that. And then they went to Shayna, and then they
0: went to Eva Marie with Doudrop. They went everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere
1: and but where we wanted them to go.
0: Now, it seems like Alexa and Charlotte are going to be a thing. And the, the thing that really solidified this for me is Later in the night, Rhea and Nikki are in a tag match together. Yes. Um, And it seems like we might be getting a Rhea-Nikki tag team.
1: They worked so well together. I mean, they went against Nia and Shayna. And Nia and Shayna, like, one week they're, like, this dominating force, and the next week they're just getting destroyed. And I don't... I love Shayna Baszler. I don't care about her in a tag team. I think she can do better on her own. But whatever. She's in a tag team They've with Nia. They've been Nighet. on the
0: verge of breaking up for months Th- that's now. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, they're one minute they're together. The next minute they're, like, not together. I don't know what's happening. But Nikki and Rhea weirdly worked so well together.
0: Yeah. Well, like, you have, like, big Rhea, tiny Nikki, and, like, they're both kind of rooting each other on. Very yes. positive kind and of tag team. And I it. And, like, this is... This could be a way... To do a, a multiple multiple things here. You can get Nikki over a little bit more by working with Rhea and, like, Rhea kind of approving of, like, this gimmick. You can get Rhea over more as a face by being, like, the supportive friend yes. of Nikki A.S.H. And then eventually you can turn one—you can either turn Nikki into a supervillain, which I think would be very funny. That would be awesome. Or you can turn Rhea into the villain that she'd probably be better off portraying uh, with her look. And I, I th- love Rhea so much. I think it can work.
1: It could work. I I like both Nikki and Rhea. I love the way they wrestle. I did not expect them to do so well together as a tag team, no, but I'm so here for it. But I
0: like that we're removing Rhea from the title picture.
1: Yes, and it looks like we're putting Alexa in that title picture, and I'm here for that.
0: Well, we thought about this um, the other day that the Raw women's Raw ro- the Raw roster in general is so just paper thin right now. Compared to the SmackDown roster.
1: Which is so weird because role reverse.
0: Yeah, like like a month ago, ago. we were talking about how the women's Raw roster had everyone and the SmackDown Mm -hmm. Women's Raw roster had no one. Now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. SmackDown has Carmella, Zelina, Bianca, Sasha, Tony, Tony, uh, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart. Becky. Becky Lynch is here in the division.
1: Which is so weird because she lost the Raw title before she left. I thought she would be coming back to Raw.
0: And, like, now your SmackDown women's roster is stacked, and the Raw women's roster is, like, who the fuck is even available now? Mm-hmm. And then you have on SmackDown, we're getting a little bit ahead, but Naomi's back. Yeah. And Sonya doesn't even fucking care. And Sonya's
1: like, I didn't even approve this.
0: Sonya was so rude <laughs> to Naomi.
1: Let's see Naomi versus, Sha- versus Sonya.
0: It's the thing, like, Sonya also... Sonya is a like, wrestler. In the back of everyone's mind, we have to remember that Sonya... Yeah. I don't believe has any reason why she can't wrestle.
1: No, I think she just took personal time off because yes. there was a crazy there was thing that shit happened. shit going on, yeah. So she took the personal time off that she needed, and when she came back, she came back as, like, Adam Pierce's like, assistant, but now she's his equal. Yes. But there's still that little, like tiff between the Not two recently of them
0: though they've really kind of gone away from that
1: she did say that was probably something that adam cole or adam well, adam cole something yeah. that adam pierce approved behind my back when she saw naomi
0: yeah but like it was just funny to me because the smackdown roster could have i guess used Naomi, or i'm sorry the raw roster can mm-hmm. because it's so thin at the top right now you have charlotte and alexa and well she Rhea was and- on the
1: The Raw roster until the SmackDown roster didn't have enough people. And then they moved her over when they... Didn't they take her tag team partner away?
0: I don't even... I honestly have no recollection of Naomi. Oh, Lana.
1: Lana. Yes. Yeah. They they killed off Lana. Yeah. And then we didn't see Naomi for a while. And then it was randomly announced that Naomi got switched to SmackDown. And then this past weekend was the first time we saw her on SmackDown for since lana got released
0: and it was funny because like she was in gear like ready to yeah, go but she did and not wrestle it's like we're gonna get back to raw here um because i like the idea of alexa and charlotte yeah we've never gotten it Mm-mm. it was always for a while alexa was kind of ruling one division charlotte would rule the other division and then like the you know the four horsewomen were Just wherever dominating everywhere for championships. Yeah. yeah but like alexa was Alexa was champion for a while, mm-hmm. kind of on and off, and so was Charlotte, and they never really met. They had that Survivor Series match when they were doing like the SmackDown champion versus the Raw champion. That was fine, but we never got a feud. Now that Alexa has like an actual character, I hope to goodness we don't do any of this supernatural, oogie, you yeah, know, the supernatural, spooky. Yeah, not with
1: Charlotte, shit. it won't
0: work. Exactly, but at least it's something new. Yeah, and I'll take that.
1: Yeah, because we did have Alexa verse Dewdrop and that whole crazy, or Alexa vs. Eva and Dewdrop along the lines, and that whole crazy mess happened. And then when Dewdrop left Eva after the match, we saw Dewdrop drop basically turning on eva and there was a backstage promo during raw
0: yeah where, where a- eva gave yeah well do drop the business
1: do drop was saying how like this is who i am i am do drop and blah 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 i hated that and like how say you're saying that she liked her name and she's gonna do drop eva but then eva comes up and drops do drop
0: I made that joke six weeks ago. I know. On this podcast. I just want to put that out there.
1: hmm
0: Um, I don't care about this. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't see how it works yet. We can figure I that out. I think it's
1: just going to be Dewdrop versus Eva. And yeah, then we'll but, go from there.
0: But how, though? Because Eva Marie does not or cannot wrestle.
1: Well, that's going to, maybe that's going to change.
0: I think Eva needs somebody new. And I think Aaliyah is kind of just hanging out.
1: Interesting. Nobody knows
0: what she's doing. Um. She kind of left NXT like a month ago Mm -hmm. and hasn't done anything yet. Uh, Mia Yim is still out there. Who knows where? And I like there's options for Eva to go find new talent to take on Dewdrop. And that I'm here for. Yeah. I am not here for like a one on one Eva Marie versus Dewdrop battle. No, I
1: think you're right. I think that's how it would go. She would find somebody else to take on Eva or take on Dewdrop the same way she had Dewdrop taking on other people for her.
0: Yes. And that I'm all for because like. I mean, even on NXT, Mandy is kind of trying to do like the same recruiting process.
1: Yeah, that Frankie uh, Monet is doing.
0: Yeah, there's. we're, we're going to get to NXT in a minute. Let's finish up with Raw because Moist TV made its debut, guys.
1: I don't think this is a debut. I think this is the second episode.
0: Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, it's always new to me because it's so special. It's so nice when it graces our screen.
1: You know what wasn't special? Our, our the special was, guest?
0: Our screen was humid with how moist this, this episode was. <laughs> and Logan Paul is Special here.
1: Special guest.
0: Getting booed out of the arena per usual. Um and really this all led to what happened about over a decade ago, I think. Uh Miz turned on Morrison.
1: Yeah, so while they're in the mat or while they're in the ring for Moist TV. Isn't the, it so
0: fun to say? No, say it again.
1: No. <laughs> moist
0: Moist TV, guys. Hate
1: it. Morrison tells the Miz that he needs to stop making everything about him, that he always makes everything about him, and they start just like bickering in the ring. And I'm sitting here like, oh my god, are they gonna turn on each other? But then Xavier Woods comes out. So I'm like, okay, they're not. This turns into the Miz versus Xavier Woods. Xavier wins. Then the Miz attacks Morrison and they do turn on each other. So
0: Yeah, and Morrison kind of challenges out? Miz to next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the biggest thing to me is that Woods seems alone, and I don't like that for him. Yeah, Uh,
1: where is Kofi? Is he hurt?
0: Apparently Kofi's hurt in some way. I'm not sure. Big E is obviously on SmackDown, kind of just biding his time. I just, I really, really would like Big E, and you've said this before, just come to Raw. Well, Please. I want to
1: see Big E versus Bobby Lashley, and in order for that to happen, I need him to come to Raw.
0: Like we need, but to- also I
1: just love Big E. I love the New Day. I think that they're fantastic yeah. together. Whether it be one, two, or all three of them together, uh, they all feed off of each other so well. I am worried for Xavier being on his own, though.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna book this right now. All right, Are we ready? He mm-hmm. books now. Mm-hmm. Ready? So, Bobby Lashley and Goldberg in Saudi Arabia in October. Bobby Lashley wins. Mm-hmm. And then on Raw, Bobby Lashley's looking for somebody because he's killed everyone. And Big E comes out with his money in the bank and calls his shot of a match at Survivor Series. That'd be cool. Big E, and then all, like, the New Day, kind of just, we, we do, like, reunions for, like, the next couple weeks. Everybody's happy to see the group back together. Bobby kind of kills each one individually. But, like, I want Big E to come out and challenge... Bobby Lashley to a match at Survivor Series. Once the Goldberg—I don't want Goldberg to be involved in Big E's cash-in whatsoever. Yeah. I want that to be his own thing so he can have his own moment. We can build a star. How about that? We build a new star. And
1: I do not want them—I I need Big E to win when he cashes in. Yes, I don't want him to lose, and we'll get to Baron Corbin when we talk about SmackDown. I want him to
0: win, but have a short reign where it kind of just gets hot shotted back to Lashley.
1: I don't, well, that's sad, but I, I could see that happening. But, like, I don't want Big E to lose his Money in the Bank briefcase, or, yeah. like, his match, and then Baron come out and be like, I told you so. Oh, God. You know? so like, Well, Baron I, I will mean, be on SmackDown. Yeah, but Baron's already made appearances on Raw before because he needed them. money. there are no
0: rules, whatever. Uh, yeah, don't
1: you get four times a year or some shit? S- <laughs> some shit, for sure. Some shit. And you then, know what else is some shit? Yeah, Arch- RK-Bro is together, and I love it so much. It's not bad shit, it's good shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have a celebration, another, another beautiful celebration. I love Riddle. that Randy
1: just, like, tells Riddle not to do anything stupid. And he Randy should- did
0: not speak on this episode of Raw.
1: Yeah, he told Riddle not to do anything stupid. That's all he said.
0: Like, once they got into the ring yeah. for the celebration, Randy just stood there mm-hmm. and just was present. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. And then just, you know, dished out an RKO when he needed to. Uh, Matt Riddle faces AJ Styles. Uh, Riddle gifted Randy Orton his own custom scooter.
1: Yes. I hope he uses it. And Randy
0: week. used that scooter to beat up Omas. I
1: hope he uses it as in, like, Rolls down the ring in it. I mean, he never will. He'll I'm saying only... right
0: now, zero percent chance. Yeah, Randy he's will only going, going to here.
1: use it as a uh, as a weapon.
0: I hope he carries it to the ring.
1: Hilarious, just like on his shoulder. Yes,
0: like Riddle is scooting, yeah. and then Randy just holds his and kind of just beats up people with it. If anything, yeah,
1: it's just a weapon to him um, now.
0: But eight, But Riddle gets a pin on AJ Styles.
1: hmm. Randy it, beat up Omos the whole time.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if we're gonna just do this again. I guess that's what it seems like. Um, but. I guess we do that at Crown Jewel, maybe at Survivor Series. There's not a lot of people on, like, the I thought the Randy was one of the division. ones that didn't
1: like going to, to Crown Jewel.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the check clears, and you're, yeah. like, you're not as pissed off about it. If any, if I was Omas, I'd be like, I don't want to fly that long being this big on an airplane.
1: Yeah, I feel like if they put him in first class, he'd be fine.
0: He's first and second class.
1: Yeah, he's so big. That
0: man is, like, three rows of person. <laughs> or three rows. Yeah, three rows of person. <laughs> That man is three rows of people tall. Uh, and then, I mean, that's Raw. Yeah. That's how we finish Raw. There's no real announcement for what is next for Lashley. It's kind of just up, well, up in the Other air. than
1: next week, is shameless. Well, yeah, well, I'm saying like there's no... Like, it's more of a week-to-week than a yes, what's-the-next-big-thing. Exactly.
0: Uh, and then we go to NXT. And Samoan Joseph, our new reigning three-time NXT champion.
1: He's the only one that's been three-time, right?
0: Correct. And he is the king in the land of savages.
1: So good. There's no time to celebrate.
0: No time to celebrate because Pete Dunn is here.
1: Yeah. Oh, when he was like, who's ready to step up to me? I looked right here. I was like, if Had Pete Dunn's music does not hit right now, I will be furious. They've and been on the
0: verge of kissing for weeks. <laughs> this is the time. The time is right. The time is now. I, oh, I
1: love it so much.
0: What I loved about this whole segment, though, was because it wasn't just Pete Dunn. No. LA Knight comes out. Mm-hmm. States his case. And Kyle Riley comes out. States his case. And, I mean, we had a bunch of brawls because Pete Dunne is here, Kyle Riley's here, Ridge Holland comes out, uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes out, LA Knight is here still like getting everybody. beat up by Samoa Joe.
1: Even when Pete Dunne first comes out, he tells Joe, go get Regal, we're making this match official. Yes. And LA Knight comes out like, no, 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 you're not. I want to be Joe's first and last challenger. And Pete Dunne's like, take one more step and I will break your fingers. And I'm like crying laughing at this point because I'm just like, good for you, Pete Dunne, get LA Knight out of here. I I apparently am not an LA Knight fan, and I didn't realize it until this moment.
0: I'm the complete opposite. I know. <laughs> I'm ready for LA Knight on the main roster he, yesterday. I, you know what?
1: I think he would do very well on the main roster, though he reminds me of The Miz. And I have this love-hate yeah. relationship with The Miz that I think I am creating with LA Knight.
0: Yeah, I would put, if we're bringing up LA Knight, and again, I would do that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I would put him on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, he has to be opposite the Miz. He yeah. can't be on the same show as the Miz. But then, even when Kyle O'Reilly comes out, and then Ridge Holland like squares up and attacks Kyle O'Reilly, and then Pete and Joe are in the ring, and Tomasa Champa comes out of nowhere, and this is because he had a match earlier in the night. Yeah, and then Joe attacks La Knight, and he's still the last one standing. But at some chaos. point, Tomasa Champa. Yeah, and uh Samoa Joe were in the ring together and just like Champa was just staring at him.
0: Champa's got that eye on his baby.
1: And he's my favorite in NXT and I was just like looking at them and I was like oh, oh all right Pete Dunne then Champa like that's how I need this to go.
0: I think I mean there were rumors that they're going to kind of position Gargano um in like that main event heel role it didn't seem like it really yeah. On this episode, as much. I mean, maybe they'll build up to that. I feel like Pete Dunn is next in line, uh, but Johnny can be Johnny so can entertaining be. and so important to that show. And I mean, he showed up. He had some. He had a tiff with Regal, as he does. Yeah. Like Johnny's such a great comedy heel, where mm-hmm. like he's not doing like despicable things. He's just doing things like that are selfish. And yeah. Like you just you want to hate him, but he's funny, and the way is just still, just going their comedy ways. No, don't do that. They are. Don't put that out there. Um, but yeah, NXT is still revamping. We didn't have like any real changes it felt like this week. Um, uh, but there was an announced new Ugh. logo.
1: Oh, I hate it. That
0: is colorful, we'll Hate say. it. Um, hate it, it is if it's a sign of like
1: It looks fake.
0: Yeah, it looks like a child like art project to me.
1: Like, I just I don't understand it does not look better than what they currently have
0: no but I think that's I think from what I've read about this revamp is that the thought was that NXT as it is now is too dark which I disagree with I like no, how I dark it, it is I like how it's more like serious feeling more pro wrestling well, feeling
1: something that I like the most about NXt is specifically their lighting yes. How, like, it is dark, but that spotlight is on the ring. So you're constantly staring at just the wrestlers in the ring, and it does feel more pro wrestling. Yes. We are not paying attention to the audience. We don't have these crazy red lights in the audience. Like, it's it's so, the lighting is so much better. And I remember reading that that was one of the things that they were changing, and I was like, you're going to ruin NXT. And NXT is so good. And, and like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. And they're going, they're just going down a path that i'm very nervous about i'll give it a shot i love nxt i think triple h knows what he's doing i think Shawn michaels knows what he's doing and they're back there running it i obviously will give it a shot and i'm not going to stop watching it some of my favorite wrestlers are on nxt i'm just very worried about where they're going
0: yeah i mean if it's again if that logo is like a sign of like we want a more colorful brand mm-hmm. i i mean I'm, i'll give it a try yeah of course i would definitely get rid of like those those plexiglass boards like it's because this it isn't hockey yeah, like, but I, I get, like, the COVID reasons for it.
1: Yeah, but I also like when they just, like, throw them into it. Because, like, other than, like, sound effects, like, it's cool, yeah. it's fun. They, get, they are not getting thrown into the audience. But sometimes I don't like that because I'm like, how do you get out of that? Yeah. You know point. what I mean? Like, the audience just, you get stuck in the audience at that point.
0: Uh, so, SmackDown.
1: Yeah. We have the man, Becky Lynch, open the show. And when she comes out, it's still, like, it's still so new her return that like everybody still just went ape shit when she came out. She looks phenomenal. She
0: does. She's in she incredible looks shape. So
1: good. She's
0: in the best shape of her that life. She's ever been in
1: for sure. And Bianca comes out and challenges Becky to a rematch. And then Zelina, Carmella, even Liv Morgan come out, and they're all going at it about why they think they should have this match against Becky. And Bianca tells them that it's not about them. And you know what? It's not. Yeah. Becky came out, squash Bianca, this is a Becky-Bianca moment, the other three need to just shut their mouths.
0: Well, if you noticed, when everyone came out, there's only one person that got a pop from the crowd.
1: Yeah.
0: Bianca was the only one the crowd reacted yes. for. And they reacted hard for her. Yes. And I liked the interaction of bringing all those women out, mm-hmm. especially Liv, get her some... Yes. She hasn't been on TV in like over a month. Yeah,
1: we haven't seen her in a minute.
0: And we've seen too much of Carmella and Zelina really mm-hmm. in this title picture, and i liked that bianca was just like you guys don't belong out here
1: yeah it's not about this is between
0: you. me and mm-hmm. becky lynch
1: and that got a pop
0: yes and that got a big pop
1: she says to her let's or you know bianca says to becky let's give the people what they want let's give them becky versus bianca rematch i want my tr- my championship back let's do it and the crowd goes wild we do want that we listen we need a real
0: match. Between yes,
1: the two. I am a huge Becky Lynch fan. Everybody knows this by now. I love Bianca. I love that Becky won that championship. I hate that she squashed Bianca. Yeah. That could have been an incredible match between those two women. And instead, it was a squash, and I'm not happy about it. What I loved, though, was when Bianca was like, let's do it. Let's give the people what they want. And everybody's cheering, and Becky gets her little mic, and she's like, nah. And just packs her shit and leaves.
0: I don't think Becky's ready.
1: No, I think she came out for her one. L- That's why she had a squash match. It was kind of, her return was, one, she was not going to return without the audience. So we needed the crowds back. We have all the fans there. She comes back for a squash match because maybe physically she is in the best shape of her life, but not the best ring shape of her yeah, life. Yeah,
0: I don't think she's. I
1: don't think we'll see her wrestle again until the next pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, it, just, it seemed like it was rushed Mm-hmm. To bring her back specifically because what happened with Sasha, yes. and then Sasha is just kind of hanging in limbo right now. We don't, we didn't even hear anything about her at all. No, which was weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I don't like that WWE does that. Like people just disappear and we don't explain why.
1: Yeah, like
0: Sasha Banks was advertised up until the minute. That there, her match was supposed to happen at SummerSlam. Yeah, so
1: it's like, and is now she we hurt? Have,
0: yeah, like, is she okay?
1: Like, we're, can we know this? Yeah, can we just, can you just be like, she's fine, we're just not. But this is not the first but time like, even just be that like, Sasha has just
0: bounced. No, but like, you could, but like, when if, it, if she's going to be off TV for a while, whatever. Yeah. Like, say that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, she's
0: hurt, she's taking time off, whatever. Yeah. But I just, the whole like, she doesn't exist now, all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, very weird. Is but she very just came weird. back like not too long ago.
0: That's what I'm saying. And like I don't think it's a COVID thing just because we announced on SmackDown that Pat McAfee had COVID, so like it's not Ugh. like we're hiding anything.
1: And first off,
0: Yeah, that the show took a hit, guys. It
1: took a hit. We need Pat McAfee. I've said it before, I'll say it again. And not having him here really proved that we needed him.
0: Yeah, like we've been spoiled with Pat McAfee over, like the last couple months mm-hmm. and like not having him and like we had Corey Graves and Kevin Who? Owens stand I- in
1: which, first off, love Kevin Owens as a wrestler and on commentary. Mm-hmm. He does great. Corey Graves is so good on commentary, but it is so
0: it's so different. different. And when different Corey energy.
1: Graves was like, I don't know I'm still unsure about Boogs. Mm, yeah, eat shit. Excuse shake, me. Eat
0: Graves. We don't want to hear that. Yeah, but Get out of here.
1: Corey Graves was there when uh, this in ring between Bianca, Zelina, Carmella, Liv, and Becky, when Becky leaves, it turns into a fatal four-way between the other four. Yes. And Carmella, who is known as the bo- the most beautiful woman in WWE.
0: She told all of us fives to quiet down because of tennis speaker. That was honestly I, really and funny. And I popped for it. That honestly. was really funny. Yeah.
1: But uh, I thought it was cool that Corey Graves was there to call her match because they're together in real yeah. life. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that was the only thing I liked about Corey Graves being on SmackDown.
0: I liked that in this match, we got a nice Bianca versus Liv kind of match. Like yeah. we had a match within a match where like mm-hmm. the last five minutes of this was basically Liv Morgan versus Bianca. And Liv is good. Yeah. I don't get why we don't use her
1: It's so She much. falls through the cracks and it's I didn't a shame. like her
0: outfit. It was weird to me. She had like eyes on her outfit, which was bizarre. Yeah. But like she has cool, she has a cool moveset. She's an underdog to get behind.
1: Usually her gear is cool.
0: Like she gets close, but she's not quite there. Like there's a story to be built around Liv, especially if Becky is a heel. Yeah, Liv is an obvious face. Mm-hmm. That would that would just work by itself, especially if we, if we can bring Sasha back soon. Have Sasha and Bianca away from the title, and just let's boost Liv up to something. Mm-hmm. She doesn't necessarily have to win, but let's have her work with Becky, and yeah. again, let's create a new star.
1: And from like interviews and things that I've seen and things that I've read. Becky wants Liv to have a push.
0: Everyone does.
1: Everybody does. Everybody loves live, but like she I loves this think, shit so
0: much. I know. Just let her have it. And
1: I do think that it would be cool to have Becky be the one to help build live even more into that spotlight, into that championship spot. I, I don't know. I mean Sasha really being out is a uh, is is hard. And even like Bailey's out for we still have another six seven months on bailey being out so it i don't know it's very weird to see smackdown go from basically having no women to being stocked, to also being like well what are you doing with the other women that were there the whole time like Liv was there the whole time why hasn't she been pushed yet
0: yeah it doesn't make any sense if anybody has seen tony storm uh, just walking around. Can you guys please call WWE headquarters and let them know that you've seen her?
1: She's always backstage. Every Friday night she posts stuff about being backstage. But she's always in, like, jeans. Like, she's never in her gear. And I'm just sitting here like, Tony Storm. Tony fucking Storm. Why is she not... Why was she not she there? She doesn't exist. Why didn't she come out in that? She doesn't exist. It's so weird.
0: She's just... I think we imagined her and that she's not real because of... <laughs> she's... Like she just came and and then it was like okay hi Tony and then she's just been gone ever since.
1: Yeah, she literally came out and that was it. We've never we haven't seen her since her debut.
0: Like move her to Raw. I guess we do put some women on Raw and
1: shotsy sometimes, but not a lot. Uh,
0: Yeah, at at this point, SmackDown has too many women and they can't even use them all. Yeah. So just put some over on Raw because we can fill some time. We
1: just need a draft. We need we we need a draft and just a, a superstar shake up again and just do some shit with that because everything's just so uneven.
0: Yeah, it's like, bad. Like
1: talent wise and it's bad. And Rawls like the three hour bad. show
0: doesn't have enough people. The three and hour has show
1: doesn't have Becky Lynch. It doesn't have Seth Rollins it doesn't have Roman Reigns it doesn't well that's what I'm saying I'm sorry imagine being
0: USA and seeing Fox with this stacked roster you just got Brock Brock Lesnar back too
1: exactly like Fox is a two hour long show and is now stacked with both heels and faces and so many other good talent that is just sitting in the back
0: Raw is like the middle child like NXT gets like all the fun like talent Smackdown gets all the big names then Raw is just like I'll take whatever. I'll take carrying cross in like a weird outfit. Yeah. That's fine. That's not That's working. That's weird.
1: It's not working. But I mean, speaking of Brock Lesnar, so we've been saying we want to know what's going to happen with Paul Heyman when Brock Lesnar came back because Brock Lesnar is a Paul Heyman guy. Roman Reigns is currently Paul Heyman's guy. So we're sitting there like, what's going to happen? And sure enough, when the first time we see Brock Lesnar on SmackDown, Kayla's like, What's going to happen now that Brock's back? And he's outside of Roman Reigns' locker room. And he says, I stand with my tribal chief. I'm outside of his locker room, whatever. He's about to go into it. And then the door's locked.
0: Yeah, Paul Heyman is not allowed in, it seems like. And, like, kind of throughout the show, we get this story arc of the Usos are intimating to Paul that, like, Roman's mad at him?
1: Yeah, so they asked him, did you know Brock was coming? And he's like, no, I didn't know. So basically they're saying that they don't trust him. They think he knew that Brock was coming. And when he's saying, no, I had no idea, I had no idea, they're like, fine, say you had no idea he was coming. Why didn't you know this huge threat was coming?
0: I mean, it's a good question. It's
1: a great question on both sides. And- that's funny because they
0: blamed Paul for, like, why did you send us back to the locker room? Yeah, But, like...
1: But it was weird, though, because then they go back in the locker room and Paul's just standing there. And, like, Paul's, like, dumbfounded at this point because, one, he's Roman's bitch. Roman's other bitches are telling him he's basically not welcomed anymore, yeah. that they don't trust him. And Kayla's
0: just got time to wait.
1: Kayla was just waiting. Yeah. And it was so funny. I mean, she did leave when the came This is came a out. Kayla
0: Braxton Stan podcast, by the way. So if oh, anyone yeah. has any negative so, things to say about Kayla, yeah, fuck off, fight me.
1: So when... When the Usos come out, Kayla leaves, and she goes outside to wait for Roman Reigns while the Usos are talking to to Paul about how he's just not good for Roman anymore. And while she's outside waiting for Roman, somebody pulls up in a nice car, and she goes, oh, this must be Roman now. Of course. And then a clean-shaven, clean-dressed Baron Corbin gets out of the car, and here he's Happy Corbin now, which we've been wondering how they were going to transition this. And apparently their way of transitioning him from sad Corbin to happy Corbin was having him take that $35 he had in his pockets two weeks ago, the last time we saw him, to Vegas, where he hit big, big enough to make more money than the camera guy makes in a lifetime or a year. I forget what he said. And then now he did it all by himself and he looks incredible and he's the happiest man in the world and he wants everybody to call him happy Corbin but he needs one more thing to make him happy and I'm pissed because I'm sitting here going if they fucking put this briefcase on the line between a match between Baron Corbin and Big E and they just Otis Baron Corbin or Otis Big E again I'm going to be so so mad and they don't he calls Big E out and he asks to buy the briefcase
0: yeah, Baron Corbin apparently hit it really big in yeah, Vegas. I don't went, know how he made so much money so quick.
1: The first offer was twenty thousand, then forty thousand, then fifty thousand, then a hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, Baron Corbin's got money to blow. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I, I, I'm sorry, Happy Corbin yes. has got money to blow. He's I'm got, here for
1: Happy Corbin. That's that's fun. Oh, I,
0: I honestly yeah. love this gimmick. Um, I liked the like we were beating down, bum ass Corbin. His yeah. hair was growing out. He looked absolute garbage. And then now, all of a sudden, he's clean shaven. He's got a nice suit. He's got a fedora, like a real dork, <laughs> and he's just happy to be here. And he's got yeah. this awful new music uh, that we another need to one out.
1: that changes his music. Like he I know underwear. he had such
0: great music before. He's had like two great themes, and we've ruined both of them. Uh, but we have like this new like party song that he has. I like Happy Corbin because mm-hmm. I like delusional heels that like think the fans are behind them yeah and yeah he offers to buy biggie's briefcase biggie says no
1: he says not hell no
0: yeah and i think well i mean we'll get baron corbin versus biggie
1: you're just skipping over something else biggie is absolutely hilarious not only did he say hell no he then starts going into his gear and yeah. pulling out things, offering to sell them to Baron Corbin for a hundred grand. Yes, including a half-eaten sandwich, a uh, pencil for a some reason. A pencil at one point. There is like four or five things. Usually, there's like pancakes in there. Yeah, but he was pulling all these things out. We will probably see Baron Corbin verse Biggie again. I, I, hopefully, that briefcase is not on the line. If it's on the line, I'll just be, I'll be so
0: upset. But I like that we gave the King thing to Shinsuke. Yes, which is working. I, yeah. And now Baron gets his own gimmick, which mm-hmm. is working. Uh, King Shinsuke comes out with Pat, or oh, I'm sorry, with Boogs again, mm-hmm. and the fans are behind Boogs. Man, it's working.
1: Yeah, but Corey Graves isn't, and we are like we yeah, already said missing about, Pat McAfee. The
0: only thing we should have done here is you can't tell me we could not have Facetimed Pat McAfee in the lower right hand corner of this screen.
1: Yeah, it's so dumb. And
0: just have him just vibing out. To this entry. well
1: apparently he was he did post about the fact that he was vibing out from yeah, home i'm
0: saying we should have got a face yeah we should have had that live
1: uh i get it like obviously we can't have pat mcafee or mcafee here he posted <laughs> yeah
0: he had he had COVID <laughs> he had COVID. Like if
1: i can speak he you know he tested positive for COVID. we can't have him here but we can still do something like Kevin Owens then should have gotten more into it or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was not the same. It's a it's a shame.
0: But we have Shinsuke and Boogs versus Diggler and Rude, which is a that rhymed for some reason. Yeah, it
1: rhymes because it's uh, true.
0: And Boogs looks tremendous. He's mm-hmm. so strong. He actually gets the win here uh, for the king and himself. And I, again, I'm on the Boogs train. I like his singlet a lot. Um, and... It's more than just the entrance because the fans are getting behind it, but like at least it's something entertaining. Like SmackDown is starting to really roll, here, yeah, and it's firing on. Like everything they're doing is working. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like back to Roman and Paul. Paul eventually gets into the locker room because Roman arrives. Yes, lets him in, and we're gonna have a family celebration mm-hmm. with the Bloodline. New merch. Yo, their Hootis. new shirt is yeah.
1: actually great.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wear it. No, but, but I do like it. It's a nice shirt. The bloodline like, We is...
1: might get that picture to hang up in our little, our little wrestling
0: studio. Yeah, we'll think about it. I like it. But we're going to have a bloodline celebration because the Usos are tag team champions. Roman is WWE uh, champion, mm-hmm. right? Universal champion. Universal. He's one of them. Yeah, he's one of the champions. <laughs> and we're going to have a family celebration in the ring. And as we're about to come down to the ring, Paul Heyman hands Roman his championship. And Roman's like, what do you want me to do with this? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's a family celebration. You're, I'm not a part of the family. And Roman says, you are family. I love you. And he wants him out there with the celebration. Yeah. So now we have this, we have this like inner strife again.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the
0: Usos do not trust Paul Heyman.
1: No, and they shouldn't. I don't but trust Paul Heyman. But it doesn't seem
0: like Roman shares that distrust.
1: Oh, Roman's an idiot.
0: So either Roman is playing dumb or Roman is dumb. I'd like to prefer to think that he's playing dumb.
1: No, I really think that Roman's playing dumb here and he's going to turn on Paul Heyman.
0: Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Um, But I also think that, I mean, Paul's going to have to figure out a way to, like, get that heat off of him before eventually somebody turns on somebody. Because it seems like Brock's coming back as a face. The crowd popped for him. The crowd is into the idea of him Mm -hmm. being back. And I think we do that at the Saudi show in October, Brock and Roman. I don't know what... I mean, I would assume Roman doesn't lose the title, so maybe we get like some kind of schmozzy finish where it's like a disqualification or something mm, happens.
1: That would make more sense. Um,
0: but we have we have a challenger. Kind of just forgotten, but...
1: Uh, I will never forget him.
0: I honestly forgot that he was kind of involved in this, but so if you guys recall, John Cena got his championship match by altering <laughs> the contract. document mm-hmm. that was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor's here, and he wants his opportunity now.
1: Yeah, and he says, I did not forget about John Cena. I will get back to that later. But with Edge in a backstage promo saying that he wanted Roman, with Brock Lesnar being back, Finn Balor is not waiting. He's not waiting to the next pay-per-view. He wants a championship match next week on SmackDown. And then he goes after Roman. The Usos attack him. The Street Profits come out and help Finn. And then Finn and the Street Prophets are the last ones standing in the ring because Roman leaves. Roman and Paul leave while the Street Prophets and Finn are attacking the Usos. And that's how we, like, that's how we end their little segment. Actually, that's how we ended SmackDown in general, but... That's how their little segment ended.
0: Yeah, with the Street Profits wearing the most red outfits you've ever oh seen god, in your life. Oh my god, they
1: looked like video game characters because of like, the it contrast. Was like, it, yeah. was, it hurt it my was eyes. It was like the
0: camera couldn't handle it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, Street Profits versus Usos, not something we've seen a lot of. I'm into that idea. Yeah, I love the, I those like,
1: matches between the two of them. I or like the, the Finn and games.
0: Roman idea. Um, We could do that at Extreme Rules. That would be nice instead of doing... because I mean, we're getting Roman Brock... In some way, shape, or form, yeah. but we do—we can't just not do Finn I, and Roman when we've set it up already.
1: I do like the idea of Finn and Cena too.
0: Yeah, Finn said he's not done with Cena. Yeah, and he'll handle Cena, you know, when he gets to it. But I mean, Cena's gone for the foreseeable future, I believe. Like maybe we can set up like a WrestleMania thing. That would be cool. Uh, but Cena's got movies to shoot.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming it would be, like, a pay-per-view down the line is when we'll see Finn. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like when people start to forget that Finn and Cena have this little... Yes. This little beef. Exactly. Then, then we'll see it again. Um, but, you know, Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio have been coming out and doing a lot of tag-team things. And then Rey turns around and says to Dominic last night, or not last night, on SmackDown, and says, "I, You need to venture out on your own. I'm not going to be there. You need to go have a match. I set up a match for you when I talk to Adam Pierce. I don't know who your opponent is, but you're going out. And then his opponent ends up being Sami Zayn. And we're sitting here, like, first off. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Dominic Mysterio is really good. And then other times I'm like, Dominic Mysterio shouldn't be on the main roster. Mm -hmm. I really really teeter on the line of Dominic Mysterio. But when Sami Zayn came out, we both said it. Like, Sami's going to make this kid look good. Yes. And it was a good match. Ray does come out and just, like, yells at Sammy for, like, being better than Ray at one point. Yeah, Sammy
0: wins. Like Yeah. The, I, I think we're doing, like, a... We're going to start to dissolve the relationship of Ray and Dominic so that we eventually can do, like, a father-son, like, feud. Because, like, Dominic seemed salty. Yeah. That Ray doesn't seem to want to partner with him anymore. And, and Ray wants Dominic to kind of venture out on his own. And, again, if we're gonna, just going to give... San- or um, give Dominic great opponents to build him up. It's the same thing that NXT is doing with Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. To kind of build up a more, like, um, build up a more green superstar mm-hmm. and make them look better and kind of, you know, elevate them up yeah. the scale. Because Raquel Gonzalez has not had a bad opponent yet. No. And Dominic, if we're just going to keep giving him really talented superstars to make him look better... We're all gonna think he's a great wrestler. Yeah, he's not, but I mean, again, like I he's, mean, he
1: definitely he's he's so young. He has so much potential. He's to not be, that young, but surprised in comparison to who he's been wrestling, and he has great potential to be something big. I mean, he's Rey Mysterio's son. Like I
0: straight up don't see it. I'm gonna take. I don't know. I'm gonna I, take the the hot take train here. I don't see Dominic Mysterio like working. I, I the crowd I don't know doesn't about, care.
1: The crowd does not care, but I think it's because a lot of people are on the same train where it's like, why is he on the main roster? Yeah. Why'd he go right to the main roster? Yeah. He should have been on NXT and worked his way up like everybody else, but.
0: He's going to get booed eventually. Yeah. And like, I agree with can, that. If he can turn into that and he can be a heel character, then more power to him. Well,
1: for a while there, I did think that he was going to turn on Ray and become a heel. I don't that's, know. If I they think would that's do that, his only chance. That's his only chance of making it's it. It's so
0: much easier mm-hmm. to make people hate you than make people love you. Yeah. And I think if we can do that with Dominic, because nobody's going to do Ray. No. And we we're not going to if if Ray turns heel, the fans are going to cheer him straight yeah. up. Especially if he turns. Ray's on his Ray's not going to turn
1: on his son. Exactly. Ray's not going to turn on his son. But, but if his Dominic son would turns, turn on him, yeah,
0: we might have something. Yeah. But still, like in the, it has to work when you're actually when the bell rings.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't. I don't see that with Dominic.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I we should get into AEW. Yeah. And we'll we only have a few things to touch about because like we said, AEW is only three hours a week. So we can just start off the show with Orange Cassidy beating Matt Hardy. And I just I love Orange Cassidy now. I'm so on this Orange Cassidy train. I want to see him versus Brian Danielson. Uh CM Punk does make a little reference when there's a whole bunch of yes chants happening, and he was like, That's not my deal. That's somebody else's. You'll see him soon. Basically, he doesn't say those exact words, but maybe we'll see Daniel Bryan on AEW soon. But Matt Hardy broke his face, basically. Matt Hardy bled. He broke his lip, busted open his nose. I think he got cut under his eye. I think there's like a picture floating around. I think it's on his Instagram of what his face looked like the next day and it it, it's still bad he he bled a lot but that's what i've learned about aew anyway every night is blood and guts even if it's just a normal dynamite
0: that's true yeah and yeah like we'll go back to the the cm punk thing for a second because he did allude to daniel bryan coming yeah or brian danielson Mm -hmm. and like everybody keeps pointing out that when Punk comes out, he's got initials on his shoe.
1: Yeah, I saw that B- I saw that BW. He had
0: a BW, mm-hmm. which we will assume is Bray Wyatt. Uh-huh. He had an AC, which we'll assume is Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And, and he
1: had that the same day that he was talking about Britt Baker, which is Adam Cole's yes. fiance. So people are like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the f- crowd starts to chant yes. And he says they have to wait a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the rumors are that he'll be at All Out, Brian Danielson. And he's allowed to, I mean, his intro song is, he's allowed to use that anywhere.
1: Why is
0: that? Well, Flight of the Valkyries is like just, there's no, like, ownership of it. Interesting. It's like a free use kind of thing. So they can, they have to, like, it can't be the same exact Mm -hmm. version because the WWE version is an altered version of it. Yeah. But they can do... I mean they could just do the original fucking Flight of the Valkyries and it'd be fine, but if they remix it a little bit, he can still have basically the same exact music.
1: Yeah. Um oh, so here for that. So we have potentially a week before we see Daniel Bryan. Or Brian Danielson. Yeah,
0: basically. And I don't know what the status of Bray Wyatt is in terms of non competes. I don't I've heard that Adam Cole does not have a non compete, which would so be insane. Dumb.
1: How stupid can the WWE actually be?
0: I can't imagine. I just... That
1: can't be real. That
0: can't be. It just...
1: You can't let fucking Malachi Black's non-compete... I know, that was bad. The ...fall through the cracks yeah. like that, where it was still on the NXT 30-day, even though he was on the main roster and it should have been 90-day. You can't also have Adam Cole's contract have no non-compete. Are you stupid?
0: It would be a severe blunder, again... I feel like the talent relations division in WWE is just a mess right now. It's just a bunch of people running around. The place is on fire. There's papers everywhere.
1: It's literally SpongeBob's brain. Yes. That's exactly what it is. That's kind of what I had.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's just, there's so many people that could be debuting in AEW soon that like, it's almost too much, which is why I would rather Adam Cole stay in WWE because at a certain point if everyone goes here
1: yeah, well, there you're are, running out
0: of spotlight. There
1: are a lot of people that popped up in impact too, or are rumored for impact Adam Cole like, is
0: not going to no,
1: Impact. No, no, but I Buddy Murphy was rumored for impact. That would Braun Strowman was rumored for I impact. Don't see
0: it. Guys, I'm putting it out there now. I think I've already done it. You'd have Braun Strowman is going back to WWE. Yeah. I don't see him wrestling anywhere else. I'd be stunned if Vince doesn't offer him, like, a, like less money to come back, and that's what this whole thing was about. just mm-hmm. um, because, like, there's still stories you can tell with Braun yeah. in WWE, and they don't have a lot of giants that can move and work like Mm-mm. Braun, who was over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I feel like that guy goes back, but there's just so many, there's so many things up in the air right now in wrestling.
1: Yeah, meanwhile, we still have Jericho and MJF going at it. Even yeah, that five labor of Jericho or whatever I it was called. It was over. We all thought it was over. Even MJF. So Jericho comes out and proposes to MJF another match. And MJF is like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, when I beat you at the fifth labor of Jericho, I said to myself, I'm never going to wrestle you again. Mm-hmm. But Jericho proposes that... If he does not beat MJF, then he will never wrestle in AEW again, which then has me crying, going like, oh, what, is he going to go back to A- to WWE? No, he wants to be on commentary I took it for as Rampage. he'll
0: go do, like, New Japan.
1: Yeah, or Fozzie's touring.
0: Because, guys, I don't want Jericho on commentary anymore. I don't no. like it. He's even, always screaming. Even
1: he said, I know I'm always yelling, that's just who I am.
0: Yeah, so but then like, don't do commentary. Yeah,
1: don't do commentary, then, bro. You hurt my ears. We I'm don't over need. It. First of
0: all, we don't need four men crews for commentary. No, but like
1: sometimes I don't even think we need three. I think I said that last time.
0: No, we could do Mark Henry and Taz, and it would probably be fine.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, or like Mark Henry and Taz and uh, Excalibur, like mm-hmm. do like a three man thing, or or Jr. But like just get Chris Jericho all commentary. I, I loved stand it.
1: MJF's shirt though when he came out because it said yeah. like MJF three and Jericho one. Great shirt or zero. I mean, what I hate one. about
0: this is it seemed like it it was over and MJF won the feud as he yes. should have, and now I feel like we're gonna give a win back to Jericho and he doesn't need it. Yeah, and MJF doesn't need that loss. But this I, should have been over.
1: Maybe maybe this will be MJF winning again.
0: I don't think he. I don't think he. I will. don't know.
1: I don't know. Like four like, times.
0: What? It's just weird. Yeah. Like if you beat somebody three times. Your feud should be over.
1: Yeah, well, MJF says that. He even said, yeah. like, it's weird that you're calling me out for this match, that you want to put your career on the line to somebody who's already beat you three times.
0: Well, yeah, and like, and to MJF's credit, it it does make sense for him to want to be the guy that ends Chris Jericho's career. Yeah. But you've also beaten him three times already. Like, taking a loss doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. Getting a win doesn't really mm-hmm. do anything for you. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get it again. Uh, we also had Darby Allin and Eddie Kingston... With John Moxley in a six-man tag match. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize how much, because I just, I love John Moxley so much. And I really, really like Darby Allin. Like, I'm, he's really growing on me. I really like him. And the three of them together, him, John Moxley, and Eddie Kingston, I love this tag team match. I didn't even write down who it was against. I just wrote down the fact that matter. I loved that the three of them were tagging together.
0: Well, they all have other things going on. Like, Eddie Kingston yeah. and Miro... Seems like that's going to be a thing mm-hmm. for the TNT Championship. Darby and Punk. Darby and Punk. And then Moxley, I think, has one of the most interesting storylines mm-hmm. in all of wrestling in a very long time. And that's this obsession with Japan. Yeah. and
1: It's so cool that with AEW, he gets
0: to do yes. New Japan stuff. So you had him as your New Japan US champion for a few months. And he didn't really defend it a ton. Mm-mm. He had like a couple challengers, but... He referenced the fact in a promo a few weeks ago that he was just sending out contracts to everyone in Japan, basically, for matches. And no one was getting back to him. Mm -hmm. And the second he loses the IWGP US Championship, Tanahashi wants to show up. And he wants to face Lance Archer. Mm -hmm. And he's pissed because he wants Tanahashi. Yeah. And um, now you have a promo this week. John Mockley announces that he does have a signed contract from Satoshi Kojima, and that's going to be our match at All Out. And I think that John Moxley, this story arc is going to be, he's going to keep fighting New Japan wrestlers mm-hmm. until he gets to face Tanahashi. Yeah. And that's going to be like the big get of like, he doesn't care much about the championship itself, but he's pissed that Tanahashi ducked him for so long. And then as soon as he lost the title, all of a sudden, Tanahashi's ready to go.
1: I just love his promos. I mean, I love the way he wrestles. I love everything about this wrestler. Everything about him. When he's, he's being believed, Ambrose, if I love him. You believe he's
0: pissed off yes,
1: John, uh, I like, believe
0: real life, John, John Moxley is pissed yes, yes. that he had the title for so long during a pandemic, so it's mm-hmm. not anyone's fault. But he didn't get all the challenges and, and defenses that he wanted. Yeah. And now everyone's available and Mm -hmm. he doesn't have the title anymore.
1: I don't know. I just, I love it. I love his promos. I love the way he wrestles. I love who he wrestles. Even if I don't know the, the new Japan wrestlers, like I only know a handful of them. And when he wrestles people that I don't even know, I'm like, this is such a great match. Like it's always such a good match with Jon Moxley. Well,
0: what I would love is Minoru Suzuki is in the United States to have a couple wrestling matches, like in like GCW and stuff. And Minoru Suzuki is a. Pretty well-known New Japan wrestler, just crazy-looking guy. Mm -hmm. I feel like that guy needs to just hang around and show up on Dynamite. Interesting. And, you know, be a challenger for Moxley there. Uh, We also had Malachi Black versus Arn Anderson's son, which is the only way I'm going to refer to him, because he's not—he's had, like, three matches ever in his life, and he's, like, 40, and it's just weird. Malachi Black just beats the dog shit out of him, and it was never close and it was a whole thing about Arn Anderson's going to throw in the towel. He's not going to throw in the towel. He doesn't throw in the towel. Malachi gets his win, and then he kicks Arn Anderson in the dick.
1: Yeah, well, it's because Arn Anderson. He went to attack Arn's son with a chair, and Arn was like basically squared up and told him to throw the chair away yeah. and fight him like a man, and
0: blah blah and blah. Did.
1: And he did. He threw the chair away. He squares up, kicked him right in the dick.
0: Kicked him right in the old beanbag. Kicked mm-hmm. him right in the face after, and. Malachi Black continues to destroy everyone in Cody's like uh, nightmare family, yeah. and I think whatever Dustin Rhodes is doing, he should probably be next. But yeah. we had somebody else come out. I forget his name. It was some like kind of just you know I don't want to say lower level because that sounds mean, <laughs> uh, but just like a more of like a nightmare school guy mm-hmm. that you know they're trying to make a name out of.
1: I mean, we're really building up Christian Cage and Kenny Omega as well, because there was a promo with Kenny and uh, Don and Christian. They were all all of those people were in the ring talking. And Christian takes a dig at Kenny and Kenny grabs the mic and goes, you think you know me? Hilarious. Hilarious. But then Don Callis literally tells Christian he's always been second best. Mm-hmm. Again, another dig at Edge. And he's saying that, like, you, you've been nothing but second best your whole career. And then that starts a little brawl between them, which takes us, honestly, right into AEW Rampage, where Christian and Frankie Kazarian go against Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler.
0: And yes, he- which was comedy, because Kenny's whole thing was like, I can beat you even with this useless sack yes. of garbage, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Cutler. But he and doesn't. He doesn't. And Brandi Cutler, I find funny just because, like, I like comedy workers. Yeah. Guys that, like, can take bumps, but, like, they're useless, basically, as wrestlers. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian get this win. And, I mean, it was what it was.
1: Yeah, um, but, like, is this going to be a sign for All Out? No. Kenny and Christian have a match at All Out. Is Christian going to take another one of Kenny's championships from him? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't. <laughs>
0: uh, Jericho, again, he's on commentary. It's terrible. I hated it. Uh, but we had Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros in the finals of the tag team tournament mm-hmm. to decide who gets to face the Young Bucks in a steel cage match at All Out. Great match. I like Jurassic Express a lot. I think Luchasaurus is like just one of the coolest, randomest yeah. gimmicks in the world. Lucha Brothers are incredible. They get the win. And we're going to get Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in a steel cage at AEW All Out, which is just becoming an unbelievably stacked card.
1: For real. We have Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Yep. We already, TNT title. We already went over John Moxley against one of the New Japan guys. Uh, we have Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. We have Jericho versus MJF again. CM Punk versus Darby Allin, which is just. It's, it's a weird be... thing to write down. It was so. I'm writing out these matches and I'm like, what a weird thing to write Mm -hmm. it's weird to see just this lineup i'm so happy for it i can't wait to see it darby allen is so good cm punk is cm punk like it's gonna be so good
0: here's the only thing that i find intriguing in terms of like the match lineup is like i feel like you have to do punk as your main event but
1: yeah, but then Wouldn't you, have you Kenny, also have Kenny and yeah, Christian Kenny Cain. and Megan and Christian. So
0: it's going to be interesting to see who actually made events the show. Yeah. I could also see them opening again with Punk and Alan. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, because
1: then it comes down to it again. Do you want CM Punk chants throughout your whole night? Yes,
0: exactly. So and like it's they're, another Chicago show.
1: Exactly. So, and, But that also, both pros and cons are the exact same. It's a Chicago show. Therefore, CM Punk should close it. But he should also open it yeah. because it's a Chicago show. Exactly. So it's it, it it really teeters on who we're going to... I'm intrigued to see who yeah. we're going to see it. We
0: also have the Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers, Steel Cage match, Paul White and QT Marshall. Which is
1: hilarious to me that Paul White's going to be wrestling. But he did say that a couple weeks ago that he wasn't. It's
0: going to be three minutes long. Yeah. And we have uh, Pack versus Andrade Alidolo. And then, obviously, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage and a 21-woman Casino Battle Royal for a future shot at the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, we had a little bit of like a preview of that with the Bunny versus Ty Conti uh, on AEW Dynamite. I'm sorry, on Rampage. Yes, I was on Rampage. Penelope Ford kind of interferes. The Bunny gets a win with the Brass Knuckles. Mm -hmm. I like the Bunny. You do not like the Bunny. I like Ty Conti. I think you like Ty Conti. Yes, I do. I have no idea who's going to win this. Uh, There's 12 women that are not announced yet, so I feel like it could be any one of those.
1: Yeah, I mean, we still have next week before. Maybe they'll tell us next week who the other twelve women are, maybe some of them will be a surprise. Yeah, I like surprises like, on like Battle Royals. Oh, I and love stuff. surprises. Yeah. Surprises are always great. Yeah.
0: I feel like it'd be nice to get Camille uh Brickhouse into be, this match. It would
1: be cool if two of those uh twenty one women were very inspirational people.
0: Yeah. We had the the Instagram post of Miss Cassie Lee and uh was it was her Jessica? Gentleman? Yeah, Jessica what? McKay. McKay, okay. Billy and Peyton. The Iconics, now known as the Inspiration, mm-hmm. they're announcing tour dates, which I thought was hilarious. That's
1: what I, They're they're uh, so funny.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw those two. I would love for them to come out together. Yeah, that would be fun. And, <laughs> and
1: entrance eleven and twelve. And and, it's just the the Iconics. Like,
0: I'm pretty sure Serena Deeb is still injured, but man, I'm just such a big fan of hers. Um, but yeah, I mean, AEW All Out is going to be an insane. Night of Wrestling. Mm
1: -hmm. And that is next Sunday, September 5th, and we'll probably have a bonus episode just specifically on that pay-per-view because it is so stacked.
0: Yeah, we might just, I mean. All AEW
1: just split down to one episode, I think.
0: We'll let you guys know. Uh, Again, that AEW show is going to be insane. We don't have much in terms of announced matches for um, Crown Jewel. I don't think we have any, really, or even, like, Extreme Rules. Mm -mm. Uh, But that's all going to be coming up uh, in the coming weeks.
1: Yes, so for now, make sure you're following us at HeBookSheBook everywhere. And subscribe and check us out every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks for listening, guys.